Welcome to the Osher Ginsberg Podcast. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you very much for being here. Um, it's Friday. It's time to check in. I just want to check in with you before we get into the weekend. Very odd week we've had here in Australia. I know that uh, quite a few of you listen uh, in the States, um, but in Australia, we've had two public holidays um, this week. We had Easter weekend, which was um, on Monday, and uh, then we had uh, yesterday, which was Anzac Day, the Australian New Zealand Army Corps Anzac. That's like our Memorial Day, just without a mattress sale. Um, yeah, it's a it's a day where we, as a country, honour the honour the war veterans, uh, the Army veterans. Um, yeah, so there's two public holidays in a five day week, and so well, some people go like, yeah, fuck yeah, three day week, yeah. Um, Everyone else is like, how are we going to get five days of work done in three days? So it can be hectic for a lot of people, but also awesome. Anyway, um, I hope you're good. Uh, Thank you very, very much for everybody who sent through a Podsy pick this week. Um, I know I ask for them a lot, but they're just freaking amazing. Uh, It's like a selfie, but it's a photo that you're taking with your phone that you're listening on. Wherever you're listening, I love to see where you listen to the show. You can either tag me on Instagram. Or you can email them, send osher email at gmail.com. Some cracking photos came through walking on the beach with the dogs at the Gold Coast, early morning train platforms on the way to work in Sydney, driving 100-ton trucks in a gold mine out in Western Australia, uh, and a couple of classics doing the dishes. Like I said, just like you, my podcast time, it's chore time. So, yeah, uh, helping the kitchens and gardens and living rooms and laundry of Australia get sorted out. Part of the podcasting world. Yeah, it's ace. It's always great to see where you live, where you listen, and I do love, I do love to repost them when I when I do get a chance because uh, it's great to share with everyone else where you know where we're listening. So that's ace. Thank you very much for the ratings and reviews that you also sent through on iTunes. Really helps us here at the show. In fact, aside from telling someone else about the podcast, it's pretty much the greatest thing you can do for us here because it helps other people discover the show. And the, the, just the plain fact of it is the bigger the download numbers, uh, the better guests we can get on the show, the better shows you get. So you win if you do this. So uh, uh, if you do have anything you want to tell me about the show, if you could use the um, iTunes review system uh, to just leave your note there, leave, leave a message there, and I can read it out from there. And um, that way, it'll uh, help us get the numbers up. So a big thank you to Olivia who uh, left a beautiful review, loving the podcast, new to listening and have made some small but meaningful changes off the back of listening. Thanks for reminding me of the importance of self-care. Thank you so much for leaving that review, Olivia. And yeah, that's pretty much the idea of this podcast, isn't it? Just try and, you know, share the little bits and pieces that have worked for myself and others and the fact, you know, in the idea that all of us might be able to make it all a little bit better than yesterday, you know. Uh, Another one from Luke who's in the Central West in New South Wales. And for those of you not part of from Australia, that's like um, there's the coastline and then if you go inland, oh goodness, I don't know, about two or 3,000 kilometres, um, that's where Luke is. G'day, Osha. Great podcast. I listen every week. Normalising mental health discussions is crucial, especially in the bush. Keep up the good work, mate. I'm glad to hear that when you share your own struggles on the podcast, you receive support from podcast subscribers, a great reciprocation of support. I've sent through a few podsies from the farm. I'll keep sending them through. Take care. Ah, that's Luke who sends those great pictures of the sheep. 
You've seen them. I've reposted them when he's out there on the back of the ute throwing the hay bales out to the sheep. That's awesome. Thanks heaps, Luke. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. So if you do be so kind, if, if you haven't yet, if you could leave a review and a rating on iTunes and just subscribe, because subscribe, just subscribe to the podcast. Subscriber numbers really help us as well. It, it, the way the al- algorithms work on the charts, it really helps us. So thank you so, so very much. Um, I look forward to seeing what reviews you leave next week. All right, let's get into some questions. Loving to answer questions. If you want to send them through to me here, send us your email at gmail.com on the email or a voice note in Instagram. That's the best way. I like to hear your voice. So let's get your voice on the show. You just go to Instagram and um, DM me and hold down the microphone and then just ask your question. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and ask your question. And um, that'll be ace. Um, Helen did send me an email. Uh, She wrote, I'd like to hear more about disgust. Uh, check out how many times you use the word when you talk about your body issues, especially in the podcast you did with Todd Sampson and Andrew Taylor. You know what? You're right, Helen. You're absolutely right. It is true. I did use that word a lot when I was describing how I felt when I was bigger. For those of you who don't know, um, if this is your first episode, I used to be quite a lot bigger. When I was 17, I was 112 kilos, and throughout my life, I've pushed the ton quite a number of times, as recently as like three years ago, Um, not even two years ago. So, yeah, I was um, in the high 90s, uh, the kilograms, that is. Americans, you're going to have to figure out pounds yourself. You've chosen to be out there with pounds and feet and inches. You're on your own. Uh, the rest of the world is waiting. <laughs> um, yeah, I did use that word a lot. And I guess in retrospect, it accurately describes how I felt about myself at that time in my life. Um, I'm not there now. Those feelings do linger a little. I'm a long way from where I was. But, yeah, when I was bigger, when I was big, I felt intense shame about my size and the word disgust. Well, that accurately described how I felt about what it was like to be inside my body, the sweaty, infected chafing that would happen between my thighs and under my armpits, Um, the feeling of my sweaty, fat man breasts resting on my gut when I sat in my school chair in the summertime. Disgust is a pretty accurate word. That is, that's how I felt inside my own body. And I'm pretty sure nobody wants to feel that way inside their own skin. I should, I certainly didn't. Um, and I, I'm a long way from that. I'm really grateful to know a lot more about nutrition, a lot more about compulsive eating, uh, a lot more about exercise. And I, I know enough to not go down that path again. The benefits of, you know, knowing that. And those things are, I'm a lot more calm. I'm a lot more clear-headed. I sleep better now that I eat cleaner and train more regularly. But I don't know. Maybe I'll, I've got a few other things to get through at the moment, to be honest, Helen. But maybe when the when the slate is clear, I might talk to my new shrink about that. We'll see what what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't think now I'm over, now I'm in my mid forties. I don't think I can get to that size again and go. I feel fine. No, because I'm on. You know, it's heart attack time. You've got to be fuck. You're on the other side of forty, man. You've got to be careful. Um, so yeah, uh, that is interesting. You picked that up, but it's kind of accurate to be honest, Alan. That is how I felt at those times in my life. As recently, like I said, it was only a couple of years ago. Um, but thank you very much for your question. If you do have any questions for me, just email me uh, or um, just get into Instagram and hold down the microphone button and just leave a leave a note. They do have a time limit though, so be brief. Um, to check in with you this week, things are, things are pretty quiet here at the ranch, to be honest. Um, G's away on a volunteer camp helping out people who, who need a bit of help out in a remote area. Um, so it's just me and Audrey and the dogs. Um, one of which we are trying to toilet train. 
the dog, so we're trying to try to train. Uh, that is an exercise in patience and calm, and I'm I'm sure it's also training for me uh, with the baby not far away. So um, yeah, walking before I run, I guess. Um, but I did want to share, like last night, Audrey and I we were we were talking. We we started to talk about why our relationship works and and why I think we're going to last a long time. And I know I wrote about it in my book, but when she and I looked at it, it's it's a theory that we've proven to be absolutely true. Um, theories from my old manager in LA, a guy called Adam Scher, and he used to say, there's no such thing as the one. There's only the one who's willing to work on it with you. And that is exactly what Audrey is to me. She's, you know, the one who's willing to work on it with me. And I hope with all my heart that she sees me in the same way as the one who's willing to work on it with her. Um, we played a bit of a thought experiment last night and we tried to imagine what would it be like if 2014 me and 2014 her walked into the room where we were talking. Uh, to be honest for me, I, I wouldn't recognise that guy at all. He was twitchy, suspicious, he was paranoid, he was isolating, he was overthinking, he was catastrophizing, and generally really, really afraid of getting into a relationship. And I, me, right now sitting here talking to you, I'm very different to that guy. And the only reason that I'm married and employed and mostly sane now is because I'm committed in my heart to do the work and to do the work every single day. And between the two of us... um, I'd say we're both pretty much unrecognisable to our 2014 selves, which is, I guess, a pretty good idea. You wouldn't want to be exactly the same as you were five years ago. I don't think anyone would want that. But honestly, it didn't happen overnight. We're, we're so different people from when we began our relationship. And our relationships are different to what it was when we started. Um, but it didn't happen overnight. It happened day by day. It happened hour by hour. It happened choice by choice. Each one of those choices in the direction of moving towards a shared value system within our relationship identifying old habits that didn't serve us and being willing willing to learn how and work on new ways to do things. And what works now, it might not work in another five years. So as long as we keep in this mindset of constant checking of behavior and seeing, is it still worth this? Is it still worthy? Is it still valid? Is it still work and adjusting as needed? I reckon, I reckon Audrey and I have a pretty damn good chance, which makes me very happy. Um, but I've got to be honest, if I've got rid of a hundred habits that are annoying, disruptive, or get in the way of us connecting emotionally, I have a thousand more to go, but I'm willing and I'm committed to doing that every single day. And it's in that constant shedding of things, I guess, that things that don't serve me that I find, I find a great amount of reward every day. It's very similar to the first three steps of a fellowship that I'm a part of. The first step is to admit that there's a problem. The second step is to be willing to stop doing that thing and have hope that you can change, even though you might not be able to see how it might look. And the third step is to take just take the direction. Shut up and listen to other people who can help you change and just do what they tell you. And that seems to work. It's a pretty simple model, but it's working out for me, at least so far. Um, before I let you go, I'd love to tell you about Monday's guest, I can't wait for you to hear this one, Joe Thornley. She's an author and a podcaster and uh, turns out to be a music aficionado from Sydney, Australia. She's a rabid live tweeter of The Bachelor in all its forms, but Joe is also utterly fascinated with cults. Uh, yeah, cults, religious cults. Her book and her podcast of the same name, Zealot, are an incredibly interesting exploration into what makes people believe things that really 
really aren't real and then believe them so much that they will do and have done some strange things, but also some really, really awful things. It's absolutely fascinating. I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, until we speak on Monday, have a cracking weekend. Drive safe. Double demerits where we are. America, I haven't had time to explain that to you. <laughs> you can figure it out. It's, we have a point system on our licenses. Anyway, it's a long story. Until we speak next Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Mm-hmm.